I'm Kat Tompkins, and you are listening to the Engage Chesterfield Podcast, a podcast about topics that affect our schools and community in Chesterfield, Virginia. We believe family and community engagement is an essential component of improving outcomes for children and youth. Our goal is to strengthen the partnership between families, teachers, schools, and the community through open dialogue. Thanks for engaging with us. Did you know that alcohol is the most commonly used and abused drug amongst youth in the United States? The Center of Disease Control and Prevention data reports that excessive drinking is responsible for more than 4,300 deaths amongst underage youth each year. And even though drinking under the age of 21 is illegal, People aged 12 to 20 years drink 11% of all the alcohol consumed in the United States, and more than 90% of that alcohol is consumed in the form of binge drinks. These statistics are enough to scare any parent, and this problem of underage drinking is the focus of today's podcast. Although it may not seem like it, When parents talk about underage drinking, their children do hear them. Actually, parents are the leading influence in their child's decision to drink or not. For this reason, Chesterfield County Public Schools and Chesterfield County Prevention Services are teaming up with the national campaign by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services to get the word out about this prevention program called Talk, They Hear You. The campaign aims to reduce underage drinking amongst youth ages 9 to 15 by providing parents and caregivers with information and resources they need to start addressing the issue of alcohol use with their children early on. Today, I am here with expert. I'm Ginger Dodder with Chesterfield County Prevention Services. We are part of Chesterfield County Mental Health. Excellent. Ginger, one of the things that really surprised me was that some children may try alcohol as early as nine years old. Those statistics are startling. Can you give us an overview of this program and how this program works? So this program um, that we're doing in Chesterfield County runs from March 26th through April 30th. The program, the Talk They Hear You campaign, they have a website that you can go to, and also there's an app that parents can download. So this is really geared towards parents of kids ages 9 to 15 to prevent underage drinking. You know, a lot of parents are thinking, well, it might be too young, you know, at age 9 or 10 or even 11, to talk to my children about alcohol. But what we know is that it's never too early to talk about it. And um, so on the website and the app, it gives parents a lot of really great information about what the risks are and also how to talk to their kids about this really difficult topic. So the website that Ginger is talking about is SAMHSA.org. Can you tell us what that stands for, Ginger? Okay, so SAMHSA is the... 
um, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So SAMHSA is the acronym for it. If parents do want to check out this website, the way that parents can get to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration website is to go to the bit.ly link bit.ly forward slash we talked. And that's case sensitive, so you want to type in we talked with lowercase letters. Understanding that the sooner you talk to your children about alcohol, the greater the chance you have in influencing their decision not to drink. What are some strategies to approach a difficult conversation like this? And why should parents talk to their kids early? So some strategies that parents can use include talking with their children about their beliefs and their rules, their expectations of their children regarding underage drinking. So they really need to be very clear and firm with their children that they do not condone underage drinking. Also, in that communication, we want to make sure it's two-way communication, that the parents are including the feedback from their children during these conversations. It's also really important for parents to let their children know what are some of the risks, what are some of the harms of underage drinking. It's so important for parents to speak with their children prior to them using alcohol because it's so much harder to get them to stop once they have already started. One thing that we know is that underage drinking can interfere with brain development, and that's something I think a lot of children would really respond to. So that's one piece of information I think would be really great for them to share with their children regarding underage drinking. Because their brains are still developing, children and teens who drink can potentially damage nerve tissue, and researchers believe that this damage negatively affects attention spans and children's ability to comprehend and interpret visual information. I asked Ginger about other risks parents should note about underage alcohol use. I hear what you're saying, Ginger. As our children become more curious about alcohol, they may turn to us for answers and advice, and we do not want to be directive. We want it to be a two-way conversation between us. We want them to feel comfortable in coming back to us for the answers. But the risks keep coming to the forefront of my mind. What are some of the risks that we want to make sure that we point out? So some of the, um, again, some of the um, things that, um, that parents should communicate with their teens and tweens is, um, of course, the risk of interfering with that brain development. Also, it's important for parents to know, and they can certainly communicate this with their children, is if a child is experimenting with alcohol, it increases the risk of them engaging in other risky behaviors, like maybe even trying some other drugs. And what's really common would be leading to uh, use of marijuana and tobacco. But of course, it could be other types of drugs as well. It could interfere with their academic performance. It can interfere with their social, you know, their peer relationships. And the list goes on and on. So there's lots of information on the website that explains, you know, what are some of these risks. And we're not even talking about the, um, the injuries that they can sustain from underage drinking. Not just the brain, but also um, physically, you know, because we know that alcohol affects judgment. And tweens and teens, you know, their brain's still developing. Their judgment is not fully developed in their brain. 
It's not supposed to. The brain does not fully develop until age um, 25. So when exactly do you start a conversation with your child about alcohol? On the SAMHSA site, they say to use natural opportunities, such as dinner time or while doing chores, to start that open, honest conversation about drinking. And then they say to keep these five goals in mind. The first goal is to let them know you disapprove of underage drinking and speak those words with clarity, just like Ginger said. On the SAMHSA site, it says more than 80% of young people ages 10 to 18 say their parents are the leading influence on their decision to drink or not to drink. So they really are watching your behavior and listening to what you say. Hence the name of the campaign, Talk, They Hear You. So send a strong, clear message. Boundaries are a vital part of a child's healthy development. The second goal is to show that you care about your child's happiness and well-being, and that is why you do not want them to drink. Let them know that you're on their side, and try and reinforce that you don't want your child not to drink, not just because you say so, but because you want your child to be happy and safe. The conversation's going to go a lot better if you're working with your child and not against your child. The third goal is to show that you are a good source of information about alcohol. You don't want your child to be learning about alcohol from their friends, the internet, or media. You want to establish yourself as that trustworthy source of information. So you may want to back up your conversation with facts like Ginger discussed earlier about how alcohol can affect the liver or the brain and that your child's body is still growing. You could talk about alcohol poisoning or accidents and injuries that could occur due to impairment, or even talk about the law. Clearly, you will need to tailor what you say to their age. The key is to answer questions and be guided by what they already know. Be that safe source of information and don't come across as judgmental because you want to be the source that they keep coming back to for more information. The fourth goal is to show you're paying attention to your child, and you will notice if your child drinks. You want to show that you're keeping an eye on your child, because young people are more likely to drink if nobody's watching. Now, you can do this on the down low without prying. Just give your child strong, focused attention when something has happened that you like and you want to see again. Offer your child specific feedback, not just a simple good job. Say things like, you're making good decisions about who you're hanging out with. Or, I appreciate your patience with your little brother. You're a good role model. Let your child know specific behaviors that you see. Then, they will know that in the event that they choose to drink, you will notice. In the end, our children want our approval. 
And the fifth goal is to build your child's skills and strategies for avoiding underage drinking. Even if your child does not want to drink, peer pressure is a very powerful thing. Kids can be tempted to drink just to avoid looking uncool or feel they feel afraid of rejection. They don't want to lose a friend and they don't want to be teased. Prepare your child to resist peer pressure and you might need to build some skills and practice with them. Some ideas for resisting peer pressure are teaching your child to say no assertively, having them speak clearly and confidently and not to mumble, and let them know that they might need to stand up for their friends if they are being bullied too. Teach them to walk away and start doing something else. Talk about extracurricular activities that your child has interest in and keep them busy. And you just want to keep them away from any activity that could potentially involve alcohol. But really and truly, keep it low-key. With all these goals, don't worry. You don't have to get to everything in one talk. Many small talks are better than one big one. You can learn more about the conversation goals by visiting the SAMHSA site and the app that Ginger mentioned. Please check them out at bit.ly forward slash we talked. Because underage alcohol use is such a serious topic, I also wanted to let parents know how Chesterfield County Public Schools addresses the topic through our state curriculum. I talked with Ann Tierney to learn more. Ann, what do you do? Um, I oversee um, health and physical education, family life, and driver's ed for Chesterfield County Public Schools. And then what do you think our parents um, need to know, or what do we do as far as the curriculum goes in Chesterfield for our students when it comes to the topic of alcohol and underage drinking? Well, actually, we focus on um, alcohol and drug education in our curriculum. Um, We begin in sixth grade with a program that's called Life Skills, and Life Skills has components that reinforce and teach students refusal and uh, resistance skills, whether it's drugs, alcohol, or just, you know, responding to a peer. We want our students to be able to say no and how to um, handle that appropriately. We also talk about myths and realities. You know, what students may believe about alcohol, but what is the reality of alcohol um, and drugs? We also talk about media influence and how um, related to, usually this was more of a cigarette or or alcohol campaign or advertisement. And, you know, the perception of what they push out is not the reality. And we want students to be able to differentiate what's really the truth and what is just advertising, you know, encouraging us to purchase that product. So we continue the education with drugs and alcohol and, you know, helping students again to um, understand the myths and the realities from sixth grade, seventh, and eighth grade. We build on those skills throughout middle school. We continue to support drug education as our students move into high school, but we're really looking at short and long-term health issues. We look at what is addiction and why do we become addiction? So it's the uh, physiology of the brain and the science behind that. 
and looking again at drugs and alcohol and how it affects your body. In 10th grade, we focus on things a little bit differently. We actually, because this is the year that we teach driver education, we start to talk about the consequences of alcohol and drugs um, from a driving standpoint. We will talk about the Virginia laws, and this is a great time for parents to have an opportunity to, you know, speak with their child about alcohol and the consequences of drinking and driving. We really, really focus, and Chesterfield supports campaigns related to uh, drinking and driving. But we want to get this message out that it's important that um, our laws are no tolerance, um, and that means that students should not have alcohol in their system or even transporting it in the car. And of course, we talk about the laws that occur for driving um, and those consequences if um, you are drinking and driving. If you would like to dig deeper into the health curriculum that Ann spoke of, you can go to the Virginia Department of Education website and select Health and look at the standards of learning by grade level. Thanks to Ginger Daughter of Chesterfield County Prevention Services and Ann Tierney, the Health, PE, and Family Life Curriculum Specialist for Chesterfield County Public Schools, for sharing their expertise on this topic this week. We are all partners in helping our children understand the risk and realities of alcohol. So parents, please remember, talk, they hear you. Thanks for listening to this Engage Chesterfield podcast. Don't forget to visit the SAMHSA site at bit.ly forward slash we talked. We hope that you follow the CCPS Office of Family and Community Engagement on Twitter and Facebook at CCPS Face One. Thanks for staying engaged. And don't forget, if you don't talk to your child about alcohol, someone else will. So go ahead, talk. They hear you.